Hey guys, it's Paulini here. Hey everyone, it's Leo and a big welcome back to the Sound Museum, the music podcast with that personal connection. As I continue my limited series, Australian Idol and Beyond, shining a spotlight on the past winners and contestants from the show. Now, currently, the new season of Australian Idol is on our screens. Have you been watching and what do you think? Make sure you let me know on my social media. Anyway, this week, we're going to be shining the spotlight on the fabulous Paulini. But before we get started, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast provider. This ensures you don't miss any future episodes and ensures the show continues to grow and reach more people. Paulini was born in Suva in Fiji. She moved to Sydney when she was just four years old. Now, music and singing was a huge part of Paulini's childhood and she performed in church and various bands when she was younger. Paulini entered and won Starstruck in 2001. An interesting fact from that show, another contestant that also entered that show in 2001 was future Australian Idol runner-up, Anthony Clear. Paulini auditioned for Australian Idol with the song Ain't No Mountain High Enough from Marvin Gaye. During the semi-finals round, she was part of Group 5 and performed this classic song from Barbara Streisand. Love that track somewhere. Also part of Group 5 and also getting through to the top 12 was Rob Mills. Now looking back on Paulini's top 12 performances, it was no secret that Paulini was the sole diva of the first season of Australian Idol. Performing tracks from Thelma Houston, Don't Leave Me This Way, Tina Arena's Chains and Aretha Franklin's Freeway of Love, with that performance she got a touchdown from Mark Holden. However, things took a controversial turn when she got into the top five, performing Unbreak My Heart by Tony Braxton. But for her next performance, Survivor from Destiny's Child, she received a caning from the judges, not for her vocals, but for her appearance. If I was hated last week, I'm going to be really hated this week. What's with what you're wearing, girl? You never failed to sing brilliantly, but whoever convinced you to wear that, I wouldn't listen to him again. Thank you. <laughs> Come on, tell the truth, Dicko. Tell the truth, brother man. Paulini. Paulini. I have to say, I thought that was a little bit breathless and horrid, that performance. Okay, for me. Okay, also, also, this, this, is, in, this is really hard for me to say, but... It's, it's the real world. You should choose more appropriate clothes or shed some pounds. I'm sorry. 
Now, I remember at that time watching that episode and wanting to throw a brick to the TV screen, hoping to get Dicko in the head, because those comments were totally uncalled for. Dicko was coming from a record company point of view, where image was very important. However, I feel that conversation should have been a conversation for behind the scenes, not for live TV. And at the time, the Australian public was absolutely furious with Dicko's comments. Into the top four, and Paulini once again performed two tracks from two soul divas, Etta James, At Last, and Natalie Cole, Almost Like Being In Love. Unfortunately, Paulini was eliminated that night, leaving Cosima DeVito, Guy Sebastian, and Shannon Knoll in the top three. Now, it came as no surprise that BMG signed Paulini for a recording contract. Her debut single, Angel Eyes, a cover of the 1989 track from Canadian Jeff Healy, was released in July 2004. It debuted at number two and went to number one the following week, staying at the top for three weeks and certified platinum. What did I do? When it came time to release Paulini's debut album, One Determined Heart, in July, it was a very different album to what Guy Sebastian and Shannon Knoll had. It only featured two original songs on the album, the rest were covers. It debuted at number one and it went platinum. At the time, I would have loved more original songs from that debut album. Setting up an artist with original songs is so important but to have so many covers on her debut album, it wasn't exactly a great creative first step for Paulini. Second single, We Can Try, followed, and in November that year, Paulini released her first Christmas EP, Amazing Grace, Songs from Christmas. Paulini then took a couple of years off and went overseas to record her second album, Superwoman. In January 2006, she released the debut single from that album, Rough Day, and in May, released the follow-up, So Over You. In August that year, Superwoman finally got a release after many delays. Unfortunately, it only got to number 72 on the Aria album chart. I absolutely love this album, and I can't help but think that Sony jeopardised the whole campaign by the constant delays releasing the album. Now, the next stage in Paulina's career is very interesting. Success was going to come from an unexpected place. She was going on tour with fellow Australian Idol contestants Ricky Lee, Emily Williams and Kate DeRouge. Sony got the girls into the studio to record a special single to promote the tour, a cover of the Donna Summer classic, This Time I Know It's For Real. The single was massive and succeeded all expectations, prompting the label to get the girls back into the studio to record a whole album. Over the next couple of years, Pauline was part of the Young Divas. When Ricky Lee left ahead of their second album, New Attitude, Jess Marboy was brought into the Young Divas. In late 2008, Young Divas had disbanded, with all girls going back to their solo careers. Over the years, Paulini has released many singles independently. So we're going to check those out in my special top 10 coming up later on in this episode. But let's just go through some more career highlights. 
In November 2010, Pauline had her acting debut in the ABC miniseries Sisters of War. She released her third album, Come Alive, in May 2015, reaching number 25 on the charts. 2017 was a whole new direction for Pauline. She got the lead role in the musical The Bodyguard, the infamous role made famous by Whitney Houston. That led to Pauline starring in the Australian production of Hair in 2019. Later on that year, she also appeared in The Masked Singer as a spider, making it all the way through to the finals. 2021 was another great year for Pauline. She appeared in I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and she also starred in the musical Chess alongside Rob Mills and Nat Bass. Early last year, Pauline competed in Eurovision Australia Designs with his song We Are One, placing sixth in the competition. Pauline is currently starring as the narrator in the hit musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Now, over the years, Pauline has released so many great tracks, so I thought I'll go through my favourite top 10 Pauline songs. Starting at number 10, Ping Pong With My Heart. Love this track from 2012. Check out the video on YouTube. Let's move on to number nine. I've had a real That was the lead single from a second album, Superwoman, Rough Day, from 2006, reaching number 26 on the ARIA chart and number 3 on the ARIA dance chart. Moving on to number 8, Pauline's debut single, Angel Eyes, from 2004, number 1 for 3 weeks and going platinum. This is number 7. You may not know that track, but I really love this one. It was only released last year. A great song with Bradley McGaw, Someone Like You. I love that sort of country rock vibe. Really great track. Heading into number six. Yes, the Eurovision song from last year, We Are One. Let's go to number five. Another collaboration, this time with Ronan Keating from 2010 from his duets album, Believe Again. Number four. Now 
the second single from Paulini's third album, Come Alive, By My Side, from 2015. Moving into the top three, here's number three. From 2014, the first single from Paulini's third album, Come Alive, Air It All Out. Now this track was remixed by Seventh Heaven. Number two. Another awesome dance track from 2013, Heartbreak is Over, a great remix from Oxford Hustlers. And my number one. From 2012, Fireman. Absolutely love this track, love the video, love the vibe. Paulini wrote the track in Brooklyn in New York when she saw a fire truck driving past with the sirens blaring and a bunch of girls going off and waving and cheering the firemen. So she thought, let's write a song about that. <laughs> love that track from Paulini. Make sure you check out Paulini's tracks on your favourite streaming provider. Well, that brings us to an end of another episode of Australian Idol and Beyond, this week featuring Paulini. Now, coming up later on this week, I've got another bonus episode for you, my 2015 interview with Paulini. This was such a fun chat. We talked about Australian Idol, the Young Divas, her album Come Alive, and so much more. So make sure you check out that bonus episode podcast later on this week. Make sure you are following the show on social media. Just search for Sound Museum AU on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Always love to hear your feedback and comments. Thank you so much for your company this episode. Have a great week and I will see you soon.